With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Still in the basement, no longer alone. With my homegirl Therese on the microphone. Music politics are just chatting it up. Brunch in the basement, see that's what's up. You never know who might run through. Legendary artist or someone brand new. You miss a lot when you miss one day. At least that's what I heard somebody say. But it doesn't really matter what whoever says. It's always a good show with Javon and Therese. Yeah. Brunch in the basement with Javon and Therese. Yeah. Let's see who we got today or what we doing today or whatever it is, it's going to be good. Hi, this is Ann Nesby, and you're listening to Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese. And if we can't say a word, well, that's why I love you all so much. We love you too, Miss.
You're listening to Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese.
Hi, this is Joy Cardwell, and you're listening to Brunch in the Basement with Javon.
You're listening to WJBR Internet Radio, Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese. Do you get lonely sometimes? Yes. When do you get lonely? I get lonely in different places. Excuse me? Um, excuse me? Charles, my name is on the list. What list? The DJ's list. Miss Thing, there is no guest list tonight. Oh. Oh. Lonely people only. Lonely people only. Lonely people only. Come on. Thank you. 
You're listening to Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese. And right now, let me bring the hostess with the mostest, the co-hostess with the mostest, Therese, onto the show. What's up, baby? How you doing? How was your week? Oh, my week was busy and it gets busier, but most of all, we made it through it and grateful to be here with you today, my dear. How are you? I am grateful to be amongst the number, as they say, and um, <laughs> I am, I'm, I'm grateful to be alive, man. That's, that's, that's as far as I can take it right now, and nice. I'm really grateful 
that you are co-hosting this show with me. Um, I have to say, you know what? Let me find the name of this group. I think it's um, an old school, old school music group um, on Facebook. Um, last week, as you as you recall, Miss um, Linda Clifford was on the show, and yes. she belongs. To, yes, and she belongs to this particular group. Hey, Dawn Dawn Tallman is is watching me on Instagram, listening to the show. Okay, now I have to Dawn. digress real quick before Dawn has to go and handle her business if she's not going to be able to stay for the whole show. Okay, let me just interject and say this real quick. So, Dawn, um, as you can see, I don't know if you've been paying attention, but I've kind of reconfigured the basement, the show a little bit um, because we were talking about you coming down um, to the basement, actually, and we would, you know, go through, through your latest album. And so I, I've started setting this up also because Therese and I, you know, wanted to grow. So just so that you you are aware, um, you will be getting an invitation to come to the actual basement if you're still open to that. And um, so that the three of us can sit and actually, you know, do the thing here and, and go through the songs. And, and even though, you know, your, your CD has already launched, um, I wake up hearing true colors sometimes and I need it. That If y'all Ooh, don't know, yes. the songs by Cindy Lauper, True Colors, Miss Dawn Tallman has um, recreated it. That's what I'm going to say. You know, <laughs> you know, you can say she recorded it. No, she recreated it. She she made it her own completely. I feel like she stole it from Cindy Lauper. She's just like, the girl, give me that. You don't know what you're doing with that. And I always loved that song. But yeah. she's like, uh-uh. Let here here let me do this. Let me take this to church, and um, just just blows me away every time I, I hear it. So I wake up listening to it, and um, when the time is right, hopefully I know your birthday's in November. My birthday's in November. We're booked through November twenty third. So maybe sometime after the Thanksgiving holiday, maybe beginning of December. Um, you can come down and we'll just do that. Yeah, a time. Yes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I know it's gonna be cold and hopefully it won't be snowy, but you know we gonna we gonna get you here into the basement and um, maybe we'll actually November first is your birthday, right? And and mine is um, the twentieth. Um, so, but we're going to, we're going to do something, we're going to do something because that, that CD, the whole CD is powerful. Um, everybody who's watching, I see my girl, Jackie, Jackie, love you, miss you also. That's my former coworker. She had the, mm, I was going to say balls, but that's probably not appropriate. But now that I said it, she had the balls to quit the job and, and move. Kudos. Sometimes. A soul has got to move. Yes. So, yes, um, yeah, you know what I'm saying? That That's really ballsy. And I, I just, you know, I'm just kind of ah, hanging. And she's like, yeah, balls is good. Yeah, I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of waiting for retirement because I'm that old. But that's all right. 
you know, they're going to pay me for the rest of my life. That's, that's, that's just it. And pay me well. And that's how I feel about it. Um, oh, so Dawn also wanted us to know, and let's, let's give a little, you know, a little promo. She's going to be performing at Ash Lounge in Bloomfield, New Jersey on November 1st on her birthday. And, oh. Um, yeah, I'm going to do what I can do to be there. Dawn, let's, 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 let's talk about that offline and, you know, everybody, I want everybody to come. And I hope you sing that song. If I come, if I come, Dawn, ooh, girl, I want you to sing that song, make me cry, and I'll just fall out. She put the church on it. Okay, I'm just running my mouth now. Um, <laughs> so, back to the old school music group. If you remember on last week when we did the show, um, a, a gentleman called in to speak with Linda Clifford. He identified himself as Walt. And hi, Brandon. Yeah. I see you watching, honey. Um, and he invited me to this group, old school music group. And he, he does his own little thing online. It's really cute. And I like it. I enjoy it. But what I noticed, Therese, you know how we like to watch our stats and, you know, see who's you know, listening, who's chiming in. Please do call me, Dawn. I'm I'm gonna be waiting for your call. You know, let's let's do something, honey. Um anyway, he um he introduced me to this he invited me to this group. So I joined the group and I noticed on our stats and I'm I'm attributing it to this. There's a big spike in the number of listeners that we had last week. Now I'm sure part of that was, you know, attributed to Miss Linda Clifford, um, you know, the, the bigger the name, you know, the bigger the music, the more people will listen in. Um, but I want to give a shout out to that group. I love that group. They're very warm. Everything is positive. They listen to, I'm talking about old school music from when we were kids, um, Therese. I'm talking about nice. the shy lights. I'm talking about stylistics and, and beyond, you know, and um, Walt does live um just music and and it's really cool. So and it's a, it's a I probably shouldn't even have mentioned it because it is a private group, but I, I have to give them a shout out. Um, it's a wonderful group, and some of them actually have joined the page, so um, like the page. So I just wanted to to do that. So I think I touched everything. Whew, that was a lot of talking. Nice, nice. <laughs> Like, okay. all, I, you know, you know what I'm developing. I'm trying to work on because you know I'm, I'm I've been charged with the responsibility of working on my dialogue when it comes down to how we reference our music. You know, like these are classic pieces of, of art that that um never go away. They never go out of style. So you know, and I, I don't. I'm trying to be careful about not falling into traps of relevancy for our music that's older than myself. And mm. that that I'm still listening to, you know, there was something right. about those melodies, those bars, those lyrics that stood the test of time. And I can't say that all music will do that, you know, because some music is definitely trendy. You know, I don't see it. Yeah. I, I, won't, I know I won't hear it in an elevator or in a, in a restaurant or, you know, somewhere where, you know, music is going to sustain itself and you can like just go and not have anything released. For millions of years and then sell out a stadium. That's not the kind of music I'm talking about. Like, uh, right. shout out to Barbara Streisand. She doesn't have to release anything and she can go still sell out stadiums. You know, exactly. one night exactly. only. 
So that kind of music, the shy life, those that those those groups, like and clearly, you know, um, we were fortunate enough to have people in our lives that um, either listened to it, turned us on to it, had it available for us to explore on our own, or just made it an access you know, in some kind of way, or, you know, in some cases forced us to listen to stuff because we weren't touching their, their equipment, <laughs> you know. So it's, it's amazing to me to hear, and I will absolutely be, well, I'm not to join the group because, you know, I remember Walt coming through and and um and Miss Clifford also saying she was a part of it, and that should be great. Anytime I can hear that music, I want to hear it, you know. Those okay, harmonies so- and falsettos. Absolutely. We're going to, I'm going to, um, after the show, I'm going to invite you to the, to the group. Um, if you know, so that you could be a part of the group, you, you will love it. It's so, it's just, it's very, um, it's, it's not only nostalgic, but it's just, it just feels warm. You know what I mean? There's some groups that just, you know, I don't know. Just feel, feels really warm and welcoming. The people are are, are all about the music, and um, they're supportive to one another. They're supportive to Walt. Um, they love. Um, I think I think Auntie Melba's a part of the group too. Nice. Um, yeah. So uh-huh. you know, and and they they don't bug them and hound them, which is a good thing. You know, um, you know how people sometimes can be, but. Now, speaking of nostalgia and so forth and so on, it's feel-good music, right? My friend Jackie said on on Instagram, you're absolutely right. Um, There's a song that you mention from time to time, and you'll say, play that, Jay, and I'll never have the (laughs) gag on song. You know why? Because I, even though, okay, so you know I have a lot of vinyls. Yeah, I don't know if you actually noticed it or not when you came, when you come to the basement, oh, yeah. but I have like, a lot of vinyl. And oh, yeah. I have a vinyl to MP3 thing that I've never actually even plugged in yet. I've had it for years and I just have not done it. So I'm always waiting to do that. And I'm like, well, I have that song on, on vinyl. I'm not going to download it. I'm not going to pay for it. You know, and then it's like, Javon, stop being like that. Stop being stupid because, you know, you're not going to go through all that vinyl until you retire one day and have time to sit <laughs> around and <laughs> do that. So I downloaded the song today, Therese, and Uh-oh. I wanted to play it. Can I play it for you? Maybe we won't play the whole thing. I'm excited. Are you excited? Do you even know what it is? No, I don't. That's why I'm excited. <laughs> I can hear it in your voice. But... You have mentioned it numerous times on this show. And so here we go.
know, Teresa, I actually had to mute you because you you were singing. Oh. <laughs> At first I was laughing, but then I was like, let me let me not because she don't know she's being she's being heard. <laughs> that was cute though. That was awesome. I was like, that's my girl. I can't let her go out like that. I can't. Although we know from time to time you can sing like your wife, right? <laughs> right, Winky Dinky. <laughs> you can sing Whoa. just like Monifa. <laughs> man, that is one of my that that song, man. Still, I remember from the day it still provokes the same kind of energy from the day I first heard it slam down on the vinyl. In New York City, um, and and I thought about, and it just it just the song is so controversial. It was the first of its kind in its controversy that has, as I just say, look how far we've come in our understanding and our growth um, about music and about um, the you know you know I'm a I'm a anti-genre person because I do believe that. Um, and I don't believe in secular versus gospel. You know, um, I believe that music, when infused and and intended in its purpose, can be played anywhere. Um, and I remember how much heat uh, Tremaine Hawkins, and shout out to the legendary Tremaine Hawkins of the Hawkins family, um, for doing this, um, which is a club classic, but it is a gospel-infused club classic Um uh, fall down, and I remember, like, if you put that sucker on right now, with that baseline, in any system yeah. worth a damn today, it will still rival some of the uh, current uh, releases today. Um, so, and and it, it just shows you how um, how when you when the merge between gospel and and house music or club music, if you will. Um, it was strong then. It is strong now, you know, for those who still listen and uh, are deeply in, entrenched in that world. And we got it. We got to get some of our um, our current DJs that are, are that are pushing this movement forward and that are legendary in their craft and in the house music genre, for sure, to talk about some of those. You know who would be a great DJ to get on board here? Uh, DJ that? Basil. DJ Basil. Um, not only is he a great DJ um, and worked in some of these amazing venues that we, we talk about on the show, but he's also a historian of sorts because he's worked with some greats that are here, that are not here with us anymore, and he's like a, 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 a rolling library. You know, so I'm going I'm to beat on his door in a minute and uh, tell him to come join us on the, on, the, uh, on the show from Little Louis Vega to, you know, quite a few classic DJs that um, – uh, David Morales and and uh, a lot of them, just too many to name, you know, um, that yeah. are were live here in the, in the New York uh, circuit, doing these sounds and uh, that cultivated this this stuff called house music or club classic music, you know. And yeah. again, I gotta it'd be remiss of me in my um, family duty not to shout out um, my god brother, the late great Larry Levine. Well, yeah. some of us family calls him Lawrence Philpott, which is his government, but the late great Larry Levan from the Paradise Garage, and you know, it just just classic memories that um, 
that song provoked. So thank you for playing it. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I, I, I was um downloading, I was uploading some music into the system here to, to play today. Um, some, uh, you know, some really some Joy Cardwell hidden jewels, you know, also. Um, mm. she's, got some, she's got some really good stuff that I had not actually realized, you know, either didn't realize it was hers or had not never really listened to one song in particular I was listening to it's um definitely ha- it definitely has that classic dance music feel to it called Soul to Bear. Um mm. and I don't know whether I heard it or not because you know back then, you know <laughs> I could have heard things. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say it rest. I could have not heard it. I could have thought I heard it and didn't hear it. Could have sound familiar. I don't know. But it's definitely <laughs> something that was worthy of being in awe of if you like that that time, that classic time in, in you know. So yeah. Um Soul to Bear, that's that's one of my new faves by Joy Cardwell. And um speaking of people who those souls who are no longer with us. I, you know, I'm telling you, the 90s, mm. <laughs> I, I decided again, you know, like I said, you know, I'm not going to wait any longer for, for myself to upload all of this music. I'm going to just start downloading some, some of the music and just, damn it, pay for it again, right? It's only 99 cents per, but, you know, whatever. And and I pay for it, folks, because I don't believe in ripping off the artists. When you when you stream things for free, and um, when you rip it off of YouTube or whatever way that you do that, and kind of pirate the music for free, you're not paying the artists, and artists have to get paid in order to eat. And right. as it stands, I believe that the only way artists are really making singers are making money these days is by, you know, doing live shows. And, you know, if if I put out a product and you enjoy it, buy it. It's 99 cents, yeah. damn it. You know, Great. come on. Support what you love. Because if you don't support it, it'll go away. You know? I mean, how do you expect people to live and you're stealing from them? It's ridiculous. Pay them. Pay them, pay them. So anyway, that's my spiel. But, um, I so I... I Started downloading. I downloaded Padlock, Ooh. and then yeah, right. And then um, it should have been you. I was all in my Gwen Guthrie feelings this morning, to be honest. Mm, and then I said, you know what? I said we gotta get Gwen Guthrie on the show. And then oh, oh. god, I realized she's been gone since 1999. Yes, the painful reality. Yes, yes, yes. No. I mean, yeah. she had a plethora of hits, and her music is just the type of music that, you know, and she's just the type of artist that I like to have on this show. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, and shout and shout out, because uh, a lot of her music was uh, uh, broken at the garage, too, yeah. um, and worked on, uh, what was it, um, West 4th Street Records and some of, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, but 
Um, yeah. And she, I remember the day that uh, Larry debuted Padlock, and it was like, what is this with that? Yep. Oh, my God. Yep. Oh, my God. That initial bass line. Yes. <laughs> That's my favorite is the bass. You know, we got we got we got to one day just not have a guest and just you and I just like play some music that makes us lose our minds and have Ooh. the people laugh. <laughs> awesome. That would be awesome. You know, we could just do uh Javon and, Ter- and Therese um I don't know, um Dance party, not it doesn't even have to be dance music. It could be whatever music. Um, J- Javon and Therese's favorites, um, basement classics or whatever, whatever. Yes. We can we can come Memory up with a name. Lane. Yes, Memory yeah. Lane. And me- yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh that God. sounds like a plan. Speaking of Memory Lane, you know, Minnie Ripperton, Memory Lane. Oh my God, I hear that song and I just want to cry. <laughs> yes. You yeah. know what? I'm realizing I'm more and more of a big um, crybaby. Hey, hey, um, Jackie, Jackie says, uh, Miss Jack says, uh, padlock. Whoa, love it. Now yeah. I'm having a little bit of difficulty with my Facebook feed as always. Um, I think I'm live on Facebook. I see that the um, Instagram feed is going well. Um, I don't see the Facebook feed. Okay, so well, I'm on. So maybe I, the only person I saw was Brandon, but he didn't say anything, which is unlike Brandon. So something must be going on with the feed. I will try it on a. I will try it again, just to see what's going on. You know, it freezes up. It does what it does. But the um, Instagram is going well. Um, Jackie says, Javon and Therese brunch review. Okay, we could try something like that. Ah. Yeah, the brunch review. Um, I'm going to it's it's even it's acting like it's live and that it's working, but I'm gonna end it now and we'll start a new one. Cause if you don't see it, hey Rezzy, I see you on uh on Instagram. Okay. I'm gonna try to go Facebook Live again, um, just so we can have that going. In the meanwhile, let's um, play a little something. What do we want to do? We want to yeah. Let's play. Let me. As a matter of fact, since I mentioned, and since she is our special guest today, Miss Joy Cardwell. Let's play. And I played Club Lonely. The original with her and little Louis, little Louie. Um, this thing, there is no guest list tonight. I played that one, which is my <laughs> that's my absolute favorite house music jam. To be honest, I, I just love that. But um, what, what did I just mention? There is no guest list in Little Louie Vega? No, not that one. I mentioned another song by her that I recently... Well, actually, she 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 has a song that she wanted us to listen to, but it was Soul to Bear. That was the song. Okay. 
So let's 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 play that and then um we can we can play the music that she she wanted us to hear, which is really good. Um once she comes on. How about that? Wonderful. Hey, this is Jimmy Cardwell, and thank you for listening to all my music all of these years. I really appreciate it.
on the list. What list? The DJ's list. Miss Thing, there is no guest list tonight. comes on because I want to know that legendary voice and if anybody's listening and knows this 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 answer please feel free to call us and, and let us know 347-996-5394 press one to speak I want to know is that the voice of the, the legendary Miss Thing there is no guest list tonight is that the voice of the legendary David Ian Extravaganza? That's what I want to know. I want to confirm that. Well, that's a, good question. that's a good question. Actually, Joy was on the show a few years ago, uh, and I think I asked her the very same question, and she did answer it. <laughs> I just don't wow. remember the answer. Okay. I don't recall the answer. Um, so she's running late and, um, actually I just called her as well and didn't get an answer. So right now I'm just praying that she's okay because, um, she's one of the more reliable people that I know in the business when it comes to doing this thing. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm just certainly have fun until she comes on. And yeah, we can you know, we have fun and, with her music and just to get there. And and that's what's up too. That you know, it, it's just like that. And if she um for some reason is not able to appear today, we'll just have her come on another time. Um, she's um someone that I I wholeheartedly believe um something serious must be going on for her not to be on time. So, um, with that, I see Loretta from Connecticut always very um on time and um, (laughs) 
always been, you know, oh, I love you, Loretta. I just want you to know that. Um, I feel you dearly, dearly. So, yeah. So in preparation for this show, um, as I was going through Joy's music, I was also going through, I, you know, like I said, some Gwen Guthrie stuff. Ooh, yes, 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 yes. And if it's okay, what I'd really like to do, because all of a sudden I, I, I feel so um, sad again, you know, um, that she's gone. And, um, yeah. I mean, padlock ain't nothing going on but the rent. And, um, Seventh heaven. <laughs> you know, oh my God, that was a jam. And, um, this one was my favorite, though. I'm going to play this and, um, then we'll chat it up some more. Um, and you could tell us some lovely Larry LeVan stories, too. Ha ha. You see? Miss a show? Miss a lot on WJBR Internet Radio.
um, uh, uh, close to me. Like it's just so many classics that she bought us in a very, very short period of time, you know, and it's yeah. like she will forever be missed, but left her staff. And it's almost safe to say, if you don't know Gwen Guthrie's music, we probably can't be friends. <laughs> you know, you unfriended a lot of people on this show. <laughs> You know what? If you don't know this, I don't know. We could be friends, and you be that serious too. So y'all better open up on your music history because Red will cut you off if you don't know good music. Yeah, you know, I yeah, it's 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 almost sad and safe to say at the same time. (laughs) Yeah, but you know what? It is what it is. You know, because some people, you know, they just it's like who raised you. Why? Why you don't know? Where were you? You know. Yeah, but that—that that right turned you on. This. You know what I'm saying? Or let me let me turn you on to this. Let me turn you on to why when you listen to like um, Faith Evans and her classic hit, "We Can Dance, 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 Clap Your Hands," why that yeah. baseline is so familiar. Let me let me introduce you to things like that. Why the baseline is so so familiar? Why why that hits you in your nostalgic pocket? Why? Because you got the legendary chic on. You know. That's, you know you gotta, what I'm saying? You gotta know these things to know why you love them so. And then to say you don't know the group or I've never heard of them is kind of like, oh yes, you have heard of them. Here's how. And then you know you introduce who's either sampled, who's either um, done what they call inversions of, you know, that particular music. And you know, and of course they are legendary basslines, like they are legendary drum rolls. They're legendary uh, sax licks. You know, there's so many legendary instruments. Like, where were you, Jay, when the Commodore's Brick House drum roll first hit? Do you remember where you were? Oh, man. Well, let me say, first of all, I was a little kid when, when that first came out. But, um, yo, where was I? I was probably home because <laughs> I didn't get out. <laughs> But the idea is when I said it, you didn't say yeah, it. Yeah, it took me right point in the uh, Bronx. Like, it took me, yeah, just just yeah. saying it. I could feel it. I could exactly. feel it. You know, it, what it I, just took you all the way down, dropped you, and then gave you the punch. I mean, it yeah. just, come on, man. Like, come on, that's going to that's gonna forever be in the classic drum rolls. The Commodore's no, no. Brick House. And if you don't know it, go play it right now. The song is called Brick House. And the first, I'll say 20 seconds, is before the song even drops, is that classic drum roll to the drop. That sets the whole scene for the song. It's like that scene has clothes, it has dialogue, it has, it has you know, body language, it has everything. And it, has, it sets the whole groove of the song. You know, I can't even imagine someone not knowing that song. Hmm. Isn't that like I'm so I don't know. I, I, I maybe I'm in denial, but if you don't know it, damn it. I I can't imagine. Again, who
That definitely. That's that's my that's my sky go to right there. Um, and then I also have here's to you. I have let's celebrate and call me. I mean, those are the obvious um, sky songs. I think. Mm-hmm. And Loretta, I don't know if this is what you was talking about, about sweetheart, but since me and um me and Reza in agreement agreement. <laughs> We gonna play when you touch me. You're listening to WCBR Internet Radio, Runs in the Basement with Javon and the Red.
You yes, listen to DJ Mar Internet Radio. Yes, Raz. Yes, right. <laughs> Yo, all my teenage little teenage love, lorn feelings came back. <laughs> oh man, make you feel good. Good, yo. All I could, all I could feel is like how much heavier I am than when I used to sing that song back in the day, because <laughs> I could move a hell of a lot more, and it didn't feel strange. It feels strange now doing those moves. Oh God. <laughs> you know, and it's funny because songs like um, "When You Touch Me" for their time was considered, oh, my God, they're talking about touch me up, you know, all the, because that's where we were in our progressive thoughts, right? That right. was the barometer, the songs like that and, like, Pillow Talk, Sylvia, you know, those were like, oh, oh you my God. Ooh, you know, and now it's, like, such a vast difference, you know, um, and I'm wondering, like, I'm sure so many others are, where can we go from here? Like, what happens now? You know, because we're blatantly talking about stuff on records, which is like, you know, like I just can't get it. Where are we going from here? Like, with with sensuality, you know, where are we going? You know, I think I think in some unfortunate way, and thank you very much, Loretta's hand clapping. I don't know if she's hand clapping for the song. Or my my um, rendition of the song, <laughs> my lip sync rendition of it. Um, but both, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh no! But I don't know if sensuality is a thing of a of the past when it comes to records and no, innuendo. No, don't say but, that. No. Yeah, you know, no. I mean, unless, unless. The okay. young people bring it back. The youth has to bring it back. I mean, we we can play these songs and and reminisce and and hopefully they're listening and they'll catch on a little bit. But then that also makes me wonder not that I should be wondering what goes on in their bedrooms, but is it just like take it off and do it? But you know, like with. I mean, I guess there's fun in that, but that there's fun in that sometimes, I guess. You know, I think. But um Well there are there are still artists that um, you know, that I gravitate to that are are still out here um playing music and, and, and making music that uh celebrate and support womanhood and women and you know, and just how wonderful and amazing women are and um, you know. Just uh, keeping that torch in in a way that's contemporary now, you know. I just um, I needed to be more. I needed yeah, to be more. Honestly, it's more than just you know respecting and valuing women. It's respecting and valuing men too. Um, I love what Tank yeah, came out and said. Tank, yo, kudos. Let me, you know what? Hand clap to to Tank um, because. What Tank said is that just because a man has oral sex with um, a man once or twice in his life doesn't make him gay. Um, just like, you know, if a woman has a, a 
same-sex experience, once in her life, nobody labels her a lesbian once she's married to a man and goes on her life heterosexually because she's had that experience, you know? And it's not okay. looked down upon or looked at as something derogatory as it, it can be for men. And Tank came out and said that, and I'm I'm with you with that, Tank, you know? I mean, first of all, I think we need to stay out of people's bedrooms unless we're invited, you know, to do something there. But um, otherwise, you know, like, damn. But so, you know, there are women, and I'm going to be frank, when when Little Kim first hit the scene, I was not a fan. I was not a fan. I, I just thought that she was taking it to a place that we need not go. Um, because it was, I think, an open invitation to where we are now, <laughs> which I couldn't stop it. Hence, here we are. And um, but now that it is what it is, and she was, you know, actually, you can you can look at it any which way you want. Perception is perception. Um, at that time. I, I was not a fan of it, but where from where we are today, I'm like, you know what? She came out, she did her thing, she was open with her sexuality the way men were with theirs, and she just put it out there on the table. But at the same time, is it kind of respectful of men's sexuality? You know, we don't. Mm. I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> I, I'm, yeah. I'm following the train of thought. You know, it's funny because. Um, Well, two things came up as you were speaking right now. The first being um, um, the separation of who we are and what we do. I think that's that's what we have to – and we have to stop, like, does that make her? Well, you know, the ingredients to making somebody gay is not on the outside, you know, or not contrary to popular belief based in what people are doing in their bedrooms. That's a whole right. different, you know, that's what people are doing. But that does not necessarily mean that is who they are. You know, you have to, that's why it's so unique, and you have to ask the individual about the individual. If you try to sit and sum up somebody from an outsider looking in, you're going to get it wrong 90% of the time because sexuality is so, uh, it's such a layered and complex thing with people. But, you know, rather than be sorry, be safe and just ask the person because they're the best authority on uh, who they are, you know, um, that's one. Little Kim, and, you know, and I'm a fan of Little Kim, and I remember when she, I remember, um, and I lived on um, uh, Fulton and, and uh, um, Fulton, off Fulton Street, St. James, between um, Fulton and Gates Avenue at the time, and I remember walking down in the subway over there on Washington and Clinton in Brooklyn, right, and seeing that poster. Now, the interesting part about the poster was it was positioned right over the staircase in the in the in the subway. So as you walk down, if you remember that the first Little Kim album, she was squatting with the jewels on. Oh yeah, oh yeah. As you walk down into the subway, the point of view <laughs> made me giggle. It just it just did. it just did. Call, call it what you want. It made me giggle. And then I said, "Oh shit, here we go," because you know women are are. First of all, we just have to publicly publicly acknowledge the double standard in this country and the double standard in society, period, where women are, regardless of what, you are always going to play a role in a, in a, to a certain 
to a certain Neanderthal thinking person. You're always going to play a role. There are roles that women play. Now, I'm not saying that's the the um, that's not what it should be, but unfortunately, society has created the role for its woman. So in that, a lot of us get played because when we show up to be anything other than that role, it's a rough time or a double standard or, a, oh, my God, she's outside of the norm. When, in fact, mm-hmm. the women are absolutely, if not more diverse than the average, you know. Um, now, if you want to go biblical for a second, you know, um, quite like anything else, well, like, you know what, scratch that. Let's not go biblical. But quite like anything that you make, the first one, you tend to wait for the second one to come around before you go ahead and make an investment because you know it's been battle tested, right? So right. relating that, relating that biblically, you know, God made a, a woman because it's it's a better model. But you know that's the the hearsay <laughs> on it. But you know that's just it. But anything else, like I, you never get the first one. Everybody knows don't buy the first of anything you've ever made because they're still working out the kinks. So given that, you know, it, it's funny because we think about it and society has roles for women and then you toss in so many different uh, other components that cause you to that filter out that experience of woman like religion and, and culture and you know everything else so when you had little Kim hit the scene she was an artist that you know, even though, you know, there are some that say she was heavily influenced by Biggie at that point, and, and a lot of that's probably true, I doubt that she wasn't a thinker in her own uh, um, right to revolutionize some of the thoughts that are in women's heads. Because I know a lot of women, if we want to tell the truth, we uh, like sex, we talk about sex, we talk about things, you know, but yet publicly that we'd be looked upon as a certain kind of woman. But meanwhile, you can do it behind closed doors and what she did was she opened the door <laughs> she did she opened it wide open man. she kicked it off the wide end, you know? open. yeah and and at that point you know um and 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 did it with a, a gruff nasty old gruff nasty old samples attached and and backup and the boys were the backup <laughs> you know yeah, the boys with a backup. So she was like, she had her pips called Junior Mafia, and uh, they were behind and supporting. And then you had the duets with Biggie in there, and it just made for one. Oh, I remember being on the beach and listening to that from uh, from one to whatever the number of the tracks were, from front to back. And I'm thinking, wow, she just like you know. But I guess, but we know some of those hooks now still, don't we? Yeah, hell yeah, and and you know what now is stuck in my head, and I'm gonna have to play some other music after this show so that it, it can get out of my head. But <laughs> I got I gotta spit the lyric now. I gotta split. I gotta spit it. Okay. Even okay. though, just so that you at home understand, this has nothing to do with me. This is Little Kim. <clears throat> this has not a damn thing to do with Javon. Okay. But it like this. Um, let me see how to go. I used to be scared of the dick. Now I throw lips to the shit. Handle it like a real bitch. Yo, that is just running <laughs> repeatedly in my mind. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. It doesn't need to be in my mind right now, but there it is. 
There it is. So much little Kim. And somebody just came on the line and went right back off as soon as I said that. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to whoever that was in the 917 area code. Yeah, yep. There you go. That's what we're talking about today. You know what? As a matter of fact, there's a couple of things I want to say real quick because we're we're kind of running out of time. Um, but I have been trying to well, last night I started um wait a minute. I just got a, a message from Joy Caldwell. Hold on a second. Let me just see what it is. Oh, I think that was her. <laughs> Anyway, um, let me see. What, what was I saying? Um, I forgot. Oh, we're gonna need we're gonna need someone to help with our website. Um, I'm trying to build up a new website for in the in the basement with Javon and Therese. Um, I just wanted to remind everybody we're here every Saturday from 11 to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, you can follow me at I am Javon on Twitter, on um, just about everything else. I'm by my name, Javon Armstrong. Um, and um, we have Brunch in the Basement on, whoo, on on Instagram. Brunch in the Basement, I think it's with Javon and Therese. And um, WJBR Internet on Twitter as well. Please give your handles, Rez. And I'm at Therese Michelle, T-E-R-E-Z-M-Y-C-H-E-L-L-E on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Therese okay. Michelle, T-E-R-E-Z, Amazon Man, Y-C-H-E-L-L-E. Okay, so y'all just got saved because we'll save it for for the next show maybe. I was just getting ready to play a little little Kim because, I, you know, now I'm, I'm like in my little Kim head. But... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we went from A to L like that, but we're going to go back to J because I believe um, Joy Cardwell just called in. And so, Joy, is that you? I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. How you doing, love? We missed you. Oh, my God, girl, I'm at Bethune-Cookman's homecoming, and it's just been crazy. I haven't had an opportunity. My phone died, but I'm here. I'm here. I made it. Hey, welcome. How are you ladies doing today? We're doing okay. We're doing okay. How are you? Bethune-Cookman, that's a big one. Yeah, I'm down here in Florida doing my thing. I came with a friend who's doing uh, his choral uh, reunion, so I just... Road through, my phone died. It's been great. But anyway, back to you guys. I'm so glad I made it to call in and didn't disappoint. Didn't disappoint. I know you must have thought I was crazy, but it's all good. No, it's all no. good. What I said was that you're one of the more reliable people who've been on this show before, and I know something something must have happened. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> yes. I was just praying that you were okay because, you know, I don't want anything to happen to you. I dig you. God is dig good. Life is good. Thank you. So, Therese had a question about the original Club Lonely. Right. What's the question? Where it says, 
Miss Thing, the, the, the voice of Miss Thing, there is no guest list tonight. It sounds mm-hmm. like that's the voice of the legendary David Ian Extravaganza. Is it? Nope. It isn't. <laughs> it is not. It is not. Oh. Actually, it's a friend of mine. I, you know, I haven't seen Glenn in like 30 years, but a childhood friend from Queens who just happened to have the voice and be in the right spot and just came up with something because Lewis was looking for um, a gay man, you know, to be um, at the at the door because that's the flavor, you know, that was happening, especially back with the extravaganzas and Willie Ninja. So he came into the studio um, and he just made it up on the spot, really, and that was it. He's actually nice. the guy in the video. If you look at the video for Club Lonely, the guy who does um, Glenn, who does it, is actually in the video as the doorman. So you can actually see who it is. It's a real nice. Person. Oh, yes. nice, nice. So all these years, I always thought that was David Ian Extravaganza. So that was. No. Thank you for the clarity. Nice. <laughs> but I love my extras. You know the extravaganzas. Those are my <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yes, you were a New Yorker. That's a wonderful yes, thing. Yes, as a, as a yeah, I was. Ab- well, yes, of course. You know, New York City rules. Jersey. I give a shout out to Jersey too, but. You know, born in born in the Bronx, raised in Queens, Manhattan, Brooklyn. I've done all five boroughs. Wow. Well, let me that. ask you a question then. Speaking of which, let me ask you a question then. Where were you when Tremaine Hawkins off trip off all down hit the club? Not in the club. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what year that was. What year was that? That's an eighty. Ooh, yeah, that was. I got that was, I was early eighties, I think. I, you 80s. know what? Now that I think about it, Therese, I don't think you were supposed to be in the clothes back then. <laughs> Not that I was in high school. I was like, I was in high school. <laughs> I was like, that's, that's a little before my time. <laughs> and I was I was not allowed to sneak out. I did get out to the Zanzibar once when I went to Jersey City with a friend of mine. I didn't know where I was because, you know, back then, um, you know, the Zans was definitely in a rough spot. So I was like, where in the world has this girl got me? But I had a great time. So I think I snuck out, snuck out literally to a club probably twice when I was in high school. Once to Bentley's. Oh. And, yeah, I used to go to Bentley's and then the Zans once. And then I didn't make it to the garage until I was in college. And I think wow, even wow. that only went like twice, you know. But I did go to loft parties. But again, I never knew where I was. I would just show up with people. I'd be <laughs> in the world. I'd be at Nels. I didn't even know the names they had. Save the robots. I was all over the city. Save the robots. Oh wow! Yes, yes, yes. And to have one of the biggest dance songs playing on almost every DJ had it. Like. <laughs> To hear right. that, it's, it's like hilarious because, you know, Lonely People, which came later, which was just amazing, an amazing, amazing track. Can you, you give us some of the background on that? Because that still, still as, gets up. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could give you some background on the whole Little Lewis album project, which kind of came together, was kind of crazy, because I met Lewis through an audition, literally. Um, he was auditioning, um, like, real secret, because Lewis is kind of, secret special kind yes. of person but um, um <laughs> yes. you know so he was like you know um a sony recording artist is looking for singers and dancers for his world tour and i was like oh this sounds like me so 
So I went up in there, and, you know, he was sitting behind the curtain. I was like, oh, this is definitely Jack, Michael Jackson, for sure. So it wasn't. It was Lewis. <laughs> so I did my thing. And um, anyway, so, like, by that was, like, say it was a Monday audition. By that Thursday, I was out in Chicago writing with Lewis. I had written Dancing in My Sleep for the album, like, in two days. He gave me a track. Um, and the concept for the entire album was New Dance Beat. So um, he wanted to write an album based on that theme and all the songs revolving around making a new dance beat. So that's how that started. So we started working on the record in Chicago. Then we flew back to New York. And, um, you know, Lewis had a really cool way of recording live drums. He would do live drums and he would have the players like separate their parts. And then he would cut and slice up all live drums, which is why they have such a, a groove to them. So he he sampled stuff in a different kind of way. So I think we worked on that album and that record was like, we just kind of banged them out like one after the other, just do it. You know, sitting there, we'd call musicians in a lot of live musicians and um, club lonely was done really on, um, what was the name of that? There was a club on sixth Avenue and like 17th street. I think it ended being like King or something. Limelight? You remember that? No, no, not across on the other side. It was on the west side of the street. Oh. It's like a restaurant there now. But whatever it was, in that building up on the top floor, that's where Lewis was living at the time. And we recorded a lot of stuff there. That's where the studio was. So, Miss Thing, There Is No Guest List Tonight was recorded right there. (laughs) And do you remember where you were when you first heard it live in a club? Yeah, I was um, in at the Bismarck Hotel with little Lewis actually. Um, it was like a Christmas thing he was doing. That was like something that he would do. Um, that was the first time I heard it live. And then the second time I heard it was the night that we debuted the record in New York at the shelter. And the record went to number one that night. So wow. that was the first time I really got to like just jam to it. And um, yeah, it was cool. It was a, it was an interesting evening. That was also the night that I quit, by the way. <laughs> oh, Talk about highs and lows. Did you quit? What? Music? No, that's the night that I quit singing with Little Lewis, the night that the club lonely went number one. Oh, so wow. So what happened that night, Joy? Basically, we, you know, we, had, we had a live show, and my dad was in the audience, and Lewis was being Lewis. He told me, this Negro had the nerve to tell me that he owned me that night and I didn't have permission to talk to people after a show. I was like, no, it's not going down like that. I've had enough of you. I was like, I'm out. Do the rest of your two yourself. Bye. Wow. Nobody tells me not to see my pops. I was like, are you crazy? You lost your mind. Wow. It was just, and it was just a mentality. Like I was like, I'm not, you know, if we keep doing this, it's just going to, he's just going to get worse. So I'd rather just keep it moving. I'm good. So I hadn't seen him again It took 22 years for us to be on the stage together again Wow And and that was at um, Suntabi In Croatia In Croatia Right And and prayerfully prayerfully he's matured Much more now Than 10 Oh my god that's horrible (laughs) I have to laugh about it you know, because it's just like people have personalities that are interesting, you know, and sometimes you can make beautiful music together and really, you know, be in the zone and then they just go someplace else. And, you know, for me, music is always about love. I always, I have to love music and love doing it. 
or else it's just a job. Like everybody else, you know, like if I'm going to hate doing the thing that I love, then why I can't do it with you. Hmm. Well, amen for causing and 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 uh, identifying your boundaries because that's that's not commendable. Period. You know, because there are a lot of people that don't have their voice and they get swept up in that thing called you know that outer body experience. But um, right, I will say to you, kudos um, as a woman in the business navigating your own path and setting up your boundaries. So that's a hand clap there for sure. Always Thank will you. be. Always will be. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, standing up for what you believe in and and not being fearful of saying no. Thank you. I'm moving out. I'm moving on. Um, that's that's very powerful, and people need to hear that. I mean, just just think about it, everybody. Putting yourself in that position. You are a young singer, and you get your big break with um, a gentleman who's absolutely a masterful musician um, and producer, you get this great break and then he starts to try to control you and to be strong enough to walk away from that and say, no, thank you. And know that you're going to live, you're going to survive, you're going to be okay. Because so many people end up on the, what is it? The producer's couch or the exec? What is it? The director's right. couch. The casting couch. Oh, the casting couch. Casting couch. Yeah. The casting right. couch. Exactly. As opposed to standing up for what you believe in, so that you don't fall for anybody's crap. It's it's right. very empowering for women, especially young women, to to understand that you can say no and you should say no when someone's trying to control your process, trying to control you, and like Therese said. You know, Yes, sir. We give a shout out real quick to Sarah Dash who's watching the show on Instagram. Hi, Ms. Dash. Mwah. We love you and Hi, respect everything you've ever done. <laughs> so, you know, with with that, with with that little Lewis experience, it gave it it shows the the strength that you have, um, and and the power that you have to to stand up for yourself. Where did you get that from? My mother, <laughs> of course. You know, I, I grew up with a lot of very strong women. My mother was a banker um, and also, you know, had always taught me and uh, to just literally go stand up for myself, whether it was going to get change from, you know, a, a, a pack of gum or asking directions or whatever it was. She always made me real confident in the fact that I had a voice and, you know, um, fostered that through education and support. You know, it wasn't just you can be a queen. It was like, well, you can be a queen, but this is the training you need to get there. And, you know, with the kids that I work with now, that is what I'm trying to teach them as well. It's like, you know, it's great to dream, but dreams without having a solid plan, without having skills, without having true confidence, not cockiness, you know, is about being educated in whatever you need to do and training yourself and the discipline behind it. So when it was time for me to leave Lewis, I knew I was going to have a legacy which is why I'm talking to you, what, 30 years later, you know, exactly. about, about, uh, about something. And there's a trail. It's not just Club Lonely. I have a plethora of work, you know. I have always owned my master's since the April days, and I got those back. I've always ran my own publishing. I own my own publishing. You know, I make the deals. So the confidence, you know, is about having 
the skill set, and I and I'm constantly working on my skill set to make sure that whatever I do, whether it's music, whether it's you know doing yoga or teaching meditation or speaking to women or young children or just whatever it is, or I'm cooking or you know I I try to reach for excellence always, and that gives me the confidence because I I know that I can depend on my own skills, not just my ambition to make it through. Well, let me just tell you. I was- some of your your catalog and ran across the song and I know I'm late to the table but Soul to Bear oh yeah. my god oh yeah yeah that's yeah. another one I don't know how I missed that like I told Therese you know it was you know I I might have heard it and I just didn't realize I was hearing it when I was hearing it because it was the 90s right right yeah so that whole decade I you know I can't really speak <laughs> soul to bear oh that was about my record company that was about eight ball at the time um we had done the first album and um you know again um my accounting didn't look proper i told you my mother was a banker so i was like hold up these numbers are not adding up and this dude was telling me oh you know the record's not really selling i said well that's kind of weird because i'm traveling the whole entire world on records that aren't selling that's not possible and i see licensing so i would pick up all these licenses or whatever so i was like okay i see what i'm gonna do i'm gonna wait till he exercises the option for the second album or whatever and then i'm gonna just lean back and wait for him to just not do the next one on the business tip. So like the day after the option expired, that's when I wrote, uh, that's when I was like, I'm out. So Soul to Bear was an O to eight ball, you know, just watching your P's and Q's. People thought it was about a relationship, a personal relationship as far as romantic, but no, it was about business. Mm. One year has passed and things ain't what they used to be. I tried and I tried to make things right between you and me. Sometimes the best thing is smile and say goodbye. Sometimes the best thing will make another cry. Now, I don't know where I'm going, but I know where I've been, and I got nothing to lose, but my soul is there. As a woman uh, in the business, when you're experienced, and that, that's, that's amazing, and thank you for that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, love, I love these behind-the-scenes jewels. Those are the best. Um, exactly. Right. What would you say if you had to pass on any information to um, artists coming out now? Because now we're living in an independent world. It's much, much easier to be independent than it was, you know, and it, and the uh, and the way to promote is a lot more inclusive now. And I can only imagine it getting better as we move forward. What would you, mm-hmm. advice would you give for anyone? Because you've got, done a record company, your own record company, right. pub, uh, publishers. What would you what would you say if you had to start all over again advice you'd give to someone? Um, I would say learn your business first because intellectual property is your, is your legacy. So no matter what you do and how well you do it, if you don't own it, it's not yours to have. So I would say learn that first. And second, you have to trust your instincts, you know, because musically um, the gift is given, you know, you have to take what you do and fashion it want to have some sort of longevity, um, you know, to something that's real for you. And then I guess third would be fame is, fame ain't what you think it is. Trust on that. You know, I'd rather be rich than famous. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I, I feel so, you on that. 
right? You can know you what I'm saying? Can you they can mess you up. Mm, what do you mean? Okay. Unpack, you I'm said on the fame tip? Um, yeah, because you said you'd rather be rich than famous. I mean, rather be right. rich than famous. Unpack right. that a little more for those that don't understand how you broke that down. Okay. Well, I mean, there's two there's two aspects of being rich. You know, there's the one of being wealthy, which is the you know the the number of zeros in your bank account, and then there's also you know a matter of being rich. And being rich is a state of mind. You know, which means that you can walk in your own space. It means you can control of your own you know, emotions and feelings. And also at the same time, you know, you're not literally working as chattel for someone else because ultimately what happens in that situation is that you're never, you're going to be dissatisfied. And, you know, not only is it the dissatisfaction of just feeling like, you know, you're not getting paid what you're worth, but also your soul is affected because this is your art. You know, when your art is something that you put your whole passionate life and being into, and you see on the flip side of that, you know, that there is rewards or there are rewards that are being given, but you're not, you know, you're the impetus for it. It will affect you. It will affect you. So the richness of your life, how you, you know, how you live, how you walk, how you breathe, you know, it breaks a lot of people down. So you've got to learn to walk in that richness in that way. And that's what I mean. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You don't know. You just, drop the jewel that when someone plays this back, it's going mm-hmm. to be extremely useful, you know? Extremely useful so. for a lot of people. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, there is another song that, um, remember we were talking and I asked you um, what, what would you like for me to share? And so you said one of the, one of the of us. Right. Love, love, love it. Love, love, love it. So can you, Thank you. oh and also um Sarah Dash from of LaBelle says hi Joy and she sends ah. you a heart. <laughs> love <laughs> it. Thank you, yeah. thank you. I'm like so um so uh the power of us was written by um David Harness from San Francisco and myself. He wrote me the music and sent me that. And, um, you know, I usually don't um, have titles attached to any song that I write. I just kind of sit down and let the music speak to me. And the power of us, I, you know, to tell you the truth, I don't know where it came from, um, but that's what I was feeling that day. But the song, you know, it's a take a look around and decide to trust in the voice and knowledge. There's a power of us. Don't you ever let go of something you feel inside, you know, I can't remember unless I'm singing it. If you choose to join us, they will never divide the power of us. And I think, I guess probably it was just, you know, what's going on in this world to tell you the truth and especially America. But, mm. um, you know, yeah. ultimately I think that, you know, um, we, you know, people tend to walk around the world feeling like they're isolated, you know, that their problems are only their own, that, you know, their, their victories are only their own, that their lives in general are isolated, even though we're more connected than, you know, than, than ever. Um, and I think that collectively, if we stop thinking, you know, about ourselves separating, you know, me and you and I'm a queen and you're a peon or whatever, um, we can get a lot more done. You know, and I think that that's really what I'm trying to impart through the music that I write, which is inspired by, you know, the likes of 
the Curtis Mayfields and the Marvin Gaye's and the other social writers of, you know, of the time that I grew up in, um, I think if we can get that message out there a little bit more that, yeah, you know, if you're going to use those likes that you have on Instagram or whatever the social media following is to actively really engage people, then there's nothing we can't do. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, Joy, you're one of my favorite people to speak to and and interview on the show to have on, um, because you you know you always speak your truth, and that's you know that's rare because sometimes people like to tell you <laughs> what sounds good and what they think you yeah. want to hear and blah blah right. blah. But you know, and with that with that in mind, um. Yes, Therese, it's time for rapid fire. Ooh, nice. Say that again. <laughs> I said rapid. it's time for rapid fire. Okay. Rapid rapid fire is a word game that I'm pretty sure you probably heard of. Where we say a word and <laughs> no. you say the first thing that comes to mind. <laughs> okay, so it's a word association game. Got it. Correct. All right, I'm ready. Correct. Done. Let's do it. So Therese gets five words and I get five words. Okay. So I'll start if you like, Therese. Yes, please. Okay. Ready, Joy? I'm ready. Okay. Legendary. Diva. Smart. Person. Politics. <laughs> Polytricks. <laughs> Dancing. Queen. Love. Always. All right. All right. Life. Affirming. Music. Uh, is the answer. Sorry, that's a phrase. <laughs> <laughs> Community. Service. Vision. Airy. Visionary. Melody. Lyrics. Nice. Thank you so much for playing. <laughs> Polly Tricks, I like that. I like that a lot. Polly Tricks, um, yeah, I like that one too. <laughs> that's a Lennox. I, I got that one from Lennox Lewis. Lennox oh, Lewis. Uh, oh, the Polly the poly Tricks. The Polly Tricks, the <laughs> game, baby. Yeah. Joy, um... I know you have given you have given me drops in the past um, mm-hmm. for the show, but now the name of the show has changed a little bit because I'm now with I'm now co-hosted with Therese, so we're brunch in the basement with Javon and Therese. So if okay. you could give us a drop now, or if you want to send us some drops, that'd be cool. Um, I'll because send, I'll send them to you because I got I got background noise going on and. I got race yeah, cars in the background. <laughs> yeah, and you sent me some really nice, clear, crispy ones in the past. Um, can you please um, tell us all of your handles, how 
everybody can reach you? All you need to know is my name, Joy Cardwell. I'm the only one in the world, and you'll always get to me, J-O-I-C-A-R-D-W-E-L-L. At hashtag, however you want to find it, just look me up. Groovy, man. And, and I just want to really quickly touch on your holistic coaching and yoga. Yes. How did that, what, what happened? How did, you know, let's, let's get a little bit about that. Okay. Um, basically, I formed uh, Jump for Joy Incorporated as a nonprofit because people and our, our friends in the business would like dying left and right every week. It's like somebody's dying about aneurysm, diabetes, amputation, all kinds of crazy stuff going on. And I realized that, you know, in the community that I live in, in, um, you know, in Florida, the same, I, I just watched people, you know, in the hood and from the neighborhood that were our people you know, basically um, suffering from the same problems, you know, with no relief. And I had always practiced yoga and meditation and, you know, kept really a clean diet and slept a lot while I was on the road for the past 30-something years. So I was like, um, why don't I just, you know, do something like that? I don't know what I want to do with the rest of my life. I had already kind of decided that music was, you know, not really giving me the same zhuzh that it was, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. So I just decided I just decided to do it, and next thing I know, I'm looking at a building, and I'm working with children, and I'm doing senior programs, and I found it to be very satisfying to talk to people within the community about being healthy, about having mental health, um, dispelling rumors, and you know misinformation about food. Um, wow. You know, trying trying to get people to change their mindsets and open their minds to new experiences. So, you know, holistically, meaning the whole person, you know, I'm dealing with people from, um, you know, how they approach life on a, from, a, from a generational or intergenerational perspective um, to, you know, looking at um, healing themselves and also just, in, you know, in, in being able to enjoy your body on this planet. You know, it's, it's vital to be of a certain type of health to be able to live fully. You know, how could you ever have a whole life if you can't walk from here to the corner? Or you know you you know or you know that you're eating bad foods, but you don't have a choice. Or you think, well, you know, it's not going to have flavor because it's healthy. Like you know, just ridiculousness. Um, so that's what I decided to do two and a half years ago. And this week, I actually launched my um, my space with um, an after school program that combines yoga, meditation, and mindfulness with music, the arts, and the sciences. So. You know, we wow. can get people to, the kids to have, they're as young as, um, I'd say five, and they go to 12. Um, you know, and I'm trying to get them into their head of, you know, this is how you create, this is what life brings when you actually sit down and have some stillness and um, beauty. You know, I made the place really beautiful because I didn't want it to look like another institution, you know. Um, and that's it. You know, I just want to help people that have, have the great life that I've had. I want to share that love and and to get that that spark going so we can continue to grow that. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. And you started off dancing, right? No, well, I mean as a kid, you know, my my um my parents put me in dance class since I was like 3, 4 years old. Um mm-hmm. I w- I did go to the Alvin Ailey um children's program when I was a kid and um, did that, but that was never my thing. I was always singing. I mean, I wrote my first song as soon as I learned how to write when I was six years old. Um, so, 
music was always it for me. My parents were like, stay off of my stereo. We're going to get you your own and peace out. So, you know, I'm an only child, so I would sit in my room, and that's what I would do, just write music, listen to music, listen to the radio, tape stuff, you know, and do, do all kinds of creative things, but mostly read and write, to tell you the truth. It's interesting how all of your worlds kind of intersected and are interrelated. Um, right. Even now with the wellness, you know, music is a is a is a calming. Um, well, can be when it's when it's yours was. Let's just say that yours is very calming and <laughs> and, and 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 or feel good. You know. Um, right. And you're talking about dance was another form of expression, and now you're talking about holistically healing mentally and and physically spiritually. Right. So they're all right. kind of still interrelated, you know, but yet so different. Exactly. But, you know, that, that goes to show you that we do have paths. You know, everybody has a path that they're put on. You might not see the path. I mean, there are things in my life, like, because you taught me how to juice. Like, back in the day when I was, like, 20, he was the first person that was juicing carrot juice. I thought he was out of his mind. Like, what in the world? You know, but, you know, it's like even that, even how music and health is, you know, kind of tied into um, itself and each other. So, you know, you, if you, I think, again, if you're open to possibilities, then your path will be shown to you in a nice, easy way, honestly. You know, not that the road is easy. Trust me, it has its ups and downs like everybody else's life. But your path really does open itself to you. Mm. Wow. Thank you. Amazing. Amazing. I'm going to have to listen back to this again because you're very inspirational right now, Joy. You are hitting the right spot for my life. And, Good. Um, Fantastic. Yeah, you know, I mean, but isn't that, isn't that what it's about, though? You know, I mean, I could come on here and talk about who I met and who I know and blah, blah. But what point would that be? Right. You know, if I know something and I'm here and I have you guys who are wanting to hear what I have to say, then, you know, let me come with something that actually means something as opposed to just talking, you know, crap. Right. Don't mean nothing. <laughs> one of the, one of the things that we um uh love about our connection and I'm talking about Javon and I and, and doing this project called In the Basement with Javon mm-hmm. Jerez is that you know, anything that we can Google we're generally gonna skate through, you know. Um, right. because you know, we, we, we wanna know what you're thinking, what inspires you, you know, kind of you know, what what is it that somebody else can pick up from um that's why interviews are a little, a little unorthodox. You know, we like it that way. Um, sure. It gives us more insight. And also allows you to elaborate on things that may not have been traditionally asked, you know, in interviews. Right. Yeah. Well, I love it, you know, because that it really is it's a much more – it's a conversation as opposed to an interview. Right. Thank exactly. you. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you so much for saying that, Joy, because um, that's – that's what it's supposed to be. It's like the three of us just kind of chilling in, in the basement, chit-chatting and talking and, and you know, being real with one another and, and you know, educating exactly. one another and, and enjoying each other and, and right. what we have to share, especially what you have to share with us. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you. Any, any projects that you could be working on, thinking about collaborating in the holistic or in the music arena? Right now, or you know, how would one well, find I'll, you in in, in uh, West Palm? Um, well, I say at, at you have I have my website, which is jumpforjoy.com, and that's J O I like me. Um, and pretty much what's going on will be posted up there. 
I do post on Facebook, Jump for Joy Wellness or Relax, um, but we'll talk about that next time. I'm developing an app that actually measures um, heart rate variability, uh, which kind of shows how you're relaxing, how well you're relaxing or how stressed out you are. So I'm working on a digital health app um, that it combines that with mindfulness and music. So those would be the types of collaborations I'm looking for coming going forward. So if any musicians are out there that want to write some cool, chill tracks, you know, that reflect our culture, um, mm. I'm I'm looking for that. So that that's the kind of music I'm looking for these days. And that's, you know, I'm all in on on the health thing. That's where I'm at these days. Now, you know, once in a, some old records that haven't come out yet. Um, you know, might surface just to give the heads a little something. Um, but I'm really, you know, I've moved on. And, you know, yeah. it doesn't mean I won't sing again because I love to sing. But um, right now it's not my focus. Um, and I'm quite happy about it. You know, you know, when you don't have to do something, there's greater joy in it than when it's your job. Trust me. Oh, for so. sure. <laughs> right. So. And it's Jump for Joy Incorporated for your referral. Is it referral based or can people walk in? How does that how does that work? And we have classes. They're community-based. Um, again, okay. I don't. It's. Um, I am a nonprofit, so it is not just like a yoga studio. It's more of um, you know, meet project-based stuff that I do. So there's no walk-ins. If you just see that there's a program, um, you can contact me, and I'll tell you where it is, or we post it up, um, because I do all of my services for free to the participants. No one ever pays um, to take a class. Right. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah, I don't. I don't want that to be the barrier. You know, it's like I can't afford to go to yoga. Yeah, well, it's free, so there's no excuse. Come on through. <laughs> wow, nice, right? Nice. Yeah. And that must mean so, we need to put you in our when we when we get our stuff together. That must mean we need to put you in our fundraiser capacity and be able yes. to do things that inspire sending funds your way for for your uh, mission there. Uh, Absolutely. If they go to the website, there's always a donut, a donate button on every page, girl. So, yes, if people want to give, you know, even a dollar helps us out. So, you know, don't think it has to be a big, got to give me thousands and thousands of dollars. Everything helps. Ten bucks will get, you know, a strap or or a block or, you know, 20 bucks will get somebody a mat. Um, you know, so I supply everything for everyone. But, yeah, I, I'm really, I'm quite happy and content in this and, and very grateful, you know, for the fact that it, I have the I have the opportunity and the means and the voice to be able to make it happen. That's beautiful. Fantastic. Now, ladies, let me warn you: my phone might die because I had a quick charge on it. So I don't want to. Um, if 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 I just drop out, <laughs> let me say goodbye at this point in case in case all of a sudden you find me gone. Um, no, that's okay yeah. because we're we're actually a half an hour over time anyway. So we were all right. about to wrap up, and okay, you know good. I'm just glad that you made it onto the show and that we Thank you me. know got to speak to you, that I got to speak to you again, and that others who might have been hearing you speak for the first time, you know, um, learned something today. You know, um, you're you're really uh, an amazing woman, and thank you so much for everything that you share with the world, um, whether it be your voice or your wisdom or um, your, your knowledge, you know, just thank you so much, and thank you for sharing it with us. No worries. Thank you. Anytime. And next time I'll I'll be on time. I won't be on speaking time. <laughs> <Are> you... <laughs> You're right on time. You're right on time. No worries. All right. Thank exactly. You, thank you. You're always welcome. Always welcome to come back. If you you know, you can 
I, I guess I'll say this to you again privately, but, you know, when you have stuff going on, hit me up. You got my number. Let me know. We bring I'm, you on. You're always okay, welcome. Okay, I'll do that. You know, I've always got, I'm so, I'm so, um, with my head down and just doing things, I forget about that, you know, but that is important for me to reach out to people for sure. Yeah. Well, I, I, I love you girls. Thank you so much for giving me love and light, you know, and all blessings to you as we go forward. Thank Enjoy you. Thank you.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.